This is my summary of the book The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, written by Mark Manson. This video is informal and often contain quotes from the book as well as my own thoughts. This summary also includes key lessons and important passages from the book. Before jumping into the video, I want to make it clear that the word fuck means worries in here. Chapter number 1 Don't try The first advice is little bit different from many other self-development books. The key to a good life is not giving a fuck about more, it's giving a fuck about less that are important and truly fuckworthy. Because less might actually be more. The desire for a more positive experience is it, it's itself a negative experience and paradoxically the acceptance of one's negative experience is itself a positive experience. So if you want to be positive then you have to go through all the bad experiences first. Not giving a fuck doesn't mean being indifferent. It means being comfortable with being different. To not give a fuck about adversity, you must first give a fuck about something more important than adversity. Finding something important and meaningful in your life is perhaps the most productive use of your time and energy. Chapter 2 Happiness is a problem Everybody wants good things in their life, the good emotions all the time. What everybody never considers is what pain are they okay with or what are they willing to struggle for because happiness requires struggle. We must enjoy the process towards goal. You can't merely be in love with the result. Everybody loves the result, but we must love the process as well. Look at, at a football team. They play a long season because they want to win a World Cup. If it was only for a title, they couldn't play all year around. For example, people do not climb the Mount Everest for just the top view. You climb it for the sake of climbing. When you are up there, you say, oh, nice view and really fresh air up here. And then you immediately start climbing all the way back down. Chapter number three, you are not special. We all become a generation that feels entitled. Entitled people feel that they deserve good things without actually earning. The author Mark Manson have mentioned two types of people. 1. I am awesome and the rest of you all sucks so I deserve special treatment. 2. I sucks and the rest of you are all awesome so I deserve special treatment. Although they are two different mindsets, but in the core, they are this, just the same. Entitled people only see their good sides. They can't acknowledge their problems, weaknesses, and sooner or later, 
reality will hit and it will be painful for them you are not special neither am i the point is that uh, it's okay to be average once we accept this then we can start improving ourselves and getting better at whatever we want chapter number four the value of suffering if problems in our life are unavoidable then the questions we should be asking is not how do i stop suffering but why am i suffering for what purpose self-awareness is like an onion there are many layers to it the first layer is a simple understanding of one's emotions what is the emotions how do i feel the second layer is an ability to ask why we feel certain emotions why do i feel that way the third layer is our personal values why do i consider this to be success or failure it's important because our values determine the nature of our problems and the nature of our problems determine the quality of our lives shitty values there are four shitty values according to the author mark manson one pleasure pleasure is great but it's a horrible value to prioritize your life around pleasure is the most superficial form of life satisfaction and therefore the easiest to obtain and the easiest to lose life is not the cause of happiness rather it is the effect to material success when people measure themselves not by their behavior but by the status symbol they are able to collect they not they are not only shallow but they are probably stupid as well three always being right the fact is People who base their self-worth on being right about everything prevent themselves from learning from their mistakes. To assume that you are ignorant keeps you unattached to superstitious or poorly informed beliefs and promotes a certain constant uh, state of learning and growth. 4. Staying positive. Sometime in our lives, things are things go wrong. People upset us accidents happen these things make us feel like shit and that's completely fine rather than just denying our problems we should try to solve them one day the years of struggle will strike you as the most beautiful thing in your life Chapter number 5 Responsibility There is a simple realization from which all personal improvement and growth emerges. This is the realization that we individually are responsible for everything in our lives, no matter what the external circumstances are. This is powerful stuff. If we realize that we are responsible for everything in our lives, then we get to improve ourselves. 
there's a difference between blaming someone else for your situation nobody else is ever responsible for your situation but you many people may be to blame for your unhappiness but only you are responsible for your unhappiness this is because you always get to choose how you see things how you react to things how you value things because often the only difference between a problem being painful or being powerful is a sense that we choose it or that we are responsible for it chapter number 6 you are wrong about everything a man who believes that he knows everything learns nothing certainty is the enemy of growth instead of striving for certainty we should be in constant search of doubt doubt about our own beliefs doubt about our our feelings instead of looking for how we are right all the time we should be looking for how we are wrong all the time also doubt about what mark manson says doubt about what i say doubt about what teachers taught you and doubt about what are you telling to yourself mark manson offers three questions that help us be a little less certain about ourselves question number first what if i'm wrong before you protect your opinion ask yourself what if i'm wrong as a general rule we are all the world's worst observer of ourselves question 2 what would it mean if i were wrong the possible answer can be that if you are wrong then you might be behaving like a stupid question 3 would being wrong create a better or worse problem than my current problem for both myself and others that simple reality if it feels like it's you versus the whole world chances are it's really you versus you yourself chapter number 7 failing is the way forward improving at anything is based on thousands of tiny failures and the magnitude of your success is based on how many times you are you failed at something if some someone is better than you at something then it's likely because he has failed at it more than you have If you think a young child trying to learn to walk that child will fall down and hurt itself hundreds of times but at no point does that child ever stop and think oh i guess working just isn't for me i'm not good at it if you want to succeed at anything you will certainly have to fail many times So failure and pain is not the opposite of a success but part of a success. To do something for principle. 
When I was in high school, my math teacher used to say, "If you you're you're stuck on a problem, don't just sit and think about it. Just start working on it, even if you don't know what you are doing. The simple act of working on it will actually cause the right idea to show up in your head." Personally, if I have trouble getting started with work, I just clean my desk. That's super easy and only takes few minutes. And after doing that, suddenly I feel like I could actually start work. Chapter number 8: The importance of saying no. Learning to say and hear no can actually improve your life in two key ways. One, when you make a commitment to something, then you must have to say no to something else. You must say no to meaningless things in order to stay focused on things that are meaningful for you. Two, to build healthy relationships, both parties must be able to say no. This will establish their boundaries and take ownership for their own problems. Only then can true understanding, trust and acceptance be established. That's why rejection is an important and crucial life skills. Chapter number 9 And then you die. Death scares us, and because it scares us, we avoid thinking about it, talking about it, sometimes even acknowledging it. The author Mark Manson mentioned two sides in this book. 1. Death terror. If there is no reason to do anything, then there is also no reason to not do anything. What do you have to lose? You are going to die anyway. So your fears, embarrassments and failures do not mean anything. You might as well try. 2. Immortality projects. Human have two selves, a physical self that eats, sleeps and snores, and a conceptual self which is our identity or how we see ourselves as we know that our physical self is mortal so we try to make sure that our conceptual self will not be forgotten this is why people try so hard to get their names on buildings statues or in books the point is that people do not really live for life purpose but the desire to never truly die before we do not truly live a man lives fully is always prepared to die at any time